0: Welcome to the podcast of champions this is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United along probably with quite a lot that you didn't you can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. So we're back indoors again this week. No, no, Seal Hane for us this week. The press conference is at a stri- slightly unusual time this week. It's yeah, a so Thursday afternoon, after press lunch conference rather
1: than before training
0: to fit in with Torquay's uh, requirements and timetable. So we thought we'd take the opportunity to record an early one. Um, in the in the warmth and comfort of our regular studio, so uh, so there we go. Uh, welcome along, and there's good news. Uh, good news on the injury list. Let's start with the the upbeat news that everybody's talking about uh, on social media today. It looks as if Opie Edwards is ready to rejoin. He's back. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, and uh, long overdue as well. I think um, he's such a popular player, isn't he? Well, it probably all stems back to his very first appearance for United when. Um, Gary Hours actually signed him on loan yeah. from Bristol City. And I remember he um, I think he lost the ball at one stage.
0: <laughs> he did. I remember Way I the know pitch. what you're gonna talk about now, yeah. I Way off the pitch, didn't
1: yeah. he? Uh, in a home game. I'm pretty sure it was a night match as well, if my memory serves serves me right. Um, and <laughs> it seemed like a split second later he'd covered the best part of 80 yards. <laughs> In front, get, in front side, of the yeah. box to get back and uh, and rob <laughs> and end the counter attack which uh, and um i can remember people were on their feet cheering and yeah, there's, um, thought, there's nothing well, quite
0: like that to endear a player to no, um,
1: to it, the fans exactly he? and he he he's uh, he's gone on and done really well his season last season was was again interrupted by injury that was yeah. a thigh strain uh, a torn thigh muscle um still scored some quite important mm. goals I uh, remember a very good one at uh, finish at uh, Western Supermare And he just got back at the end of the season to score in the 4-0 win um, at St Alban City on the final game of the season. Um, and Bristol City um, sort of took him into the first-team squad for yeah. pre-season this season um, and uh, um, did really well um, for them. They went on a tour to Florida and yeah. he was uh, pulling up a few trees there. Started the season off with United, scored two, a couple of goals, um, and then uh, picked up an ankle injury, which is, yeah. which has caused him to be out ever since. And there's there's been several sort of false dawns, if you like, on his return. But um, Gary uh, Johnson uh, was able to announce this week that uh, um, he's he's fine now, uh, and um, he he's, he was uh, well. He was predicting
0: he'll be back with, with the first team squad this week. I mean, because he, he's, he's a young lad. He's already a very 20. good player. And he's just going to get better, isn't he? And well, he's, he's for United,
1: he ticks so many boxes yeah. because he's obviously bloody quick. <laughs> um, uh, uh, he's a, a, a young, developing winger. One of the things I like about him is that, that whichever side he's playing on, yeah. if the ball, if the attack is building up on the other side of the pitch, his instinct is to get in the box. Yeah. And he will yeah. always score goals like that. Because he doesn't stand out, um, saying uh, what million to one chance and I'm going to get it. Uh, if the tax building up the other yeah. the other side, there's only one place to be, and that's in the box. So that's a big thing with him. That's the, um,
0: the Kevin Hill philosophy. There you it? go. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, you couldn't get much more two different types of winger <laughs> no, than those two, could you? Um, but uh, no, he, he and he's a hard worker. Yeah, uh, a great member of the squad. Always cheerful. Uh, a very at home here. Um, and um, you know, I think Talkies is second club, like one or two other Bristol yeah. City loanies we could think of. Um, and it's uh, and of course it gives it just helps to give more and more options to Johnson yeah. in yeah. in his team selection. And
0: because um, I mean he's got other players coming back. Asa Hall is ready to um, looks like it. Yeah, yeah. his his problem has his not been place.
1: has not been that the, his broken toe, which is. One in from his little toe, if you know yeah. what I mean. Um, <clears throat> that's mended. It mended a little while ago. Um, but um, And he's been able to run on it fine. Yeah. Um, but there's been this residual swelling and, and bruising around where the, 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 the bone has yeah. healed. And running is one thing. Kicking a football and tackling is another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, that's caused the real delay, even though he's actually been on the subs bench a couple of times in recent weeks. I understand he probably couldn't have gone on, but uh, for appearances' sake, he's yeah. been on the bench, yeah. So he's been very close. Calvin Kalala, who had to miss the Boreham Wood Cup tie last week with tonsillitis, that's fine, he's over that, Good. so he's back. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, Ben Whitfield
0: was tweeting earlier in the week that he he'd been delighted with the the game on Saturday. He got man of the match. Yeah. He, he got a goal, and he said he got tonsillitis as How well. So there's <laughs> obviously it's obviously in the camp, isn't yeah. it? Every silver lining has a cloud. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: yeah. So, um, but uh, this obviously brings us on to the very obvious uh, point that with all these players coming back, and it, if, effectively it will mean that only Connor Hay Evans. Yeah is really out at the
0: moment. Ryan Dixon? Oh, Ryan close, Dixon, close, close biggest partner.
1: Sorry, yes. He's had concussions. Yes, he, he has. Yeah. yeah, And that's dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, he, he's been much brighter the last yeah. week or so, and he seemed to think last Saturday when I had a chat with him that he'd be back in training this week. How close Good. he is to yeah. actually playing again, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, a bit of concern there, because he, he, it came from a ball in the face at Chesterfield, yeah. as opposed to a real... You know, nut on nut, boot on head job. Um, so I think the the fact that he he was concussed by that was um, yeah just led them to be a bit more careful than usual. Um, but you're looking at even with Lemon Evans and Dixon out, you're probably you know you're talking 22 yeah. fit players, um, two teams worth, uh, great for training and yeah. practice matches, uh, and for reserve friendlies.
0: Um, of which there should be another one to come
1: Well, uh, sometime I think, soon. Th- yeah, they, they, they'd like to, but of course the, the old Saturday-Tuesday thing clicks back in again, or yeah. potentially does. Um, uh, so there's, by my calculation, if United need a draw after the FA Cup tie at Maidstone, and we'll... Come on to the breathless excitement of that (laughs) draw in a minute. Um, uh, Still my beating heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, If United should need a replay from that game, I think it gives them nine matches over the course of the next five weeks. Yeah. Um, So there's quite a lot of games. Also factor in, I mean, I suppose we're talking possibly, would Gary Johnson think about loaning anybody out in these circumstances? And I'm sure it's always a... Potential
0: option. He has done. I mean, Olaf has been out. This Correct. Season, already. He? You've yeah.
1: got lads like Olaf, Louis Slough. Yeah. These are young lads who need as much football as you can give them at the moment, probably. But nine games potentially in five weeks yeah. and factor in four players on four bookings. Yeah. Um, uh, Liam Davis, Jean Yves Couignati. Ben Winter and Jake Andrews picked up an eighty-fifth-minute booking yeah. um, against Boreham Wood last Saturday. So, any one of those could go. A three of you, for There a game. are three of you
0: defenders on that list as well. Quite, aren't there? So. Yeah.
1: So, um, all of that just has to be factored yeah. in to that calculation. Um, I think if United were sort of like beyond Christmas and it was Saturday, 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 yeah, then almost certainly we'd be seeing. Uh, um, some developments in that direction and I'm not saying it won't happen it it may well happen if something really good comes up a a proper offer which enables a young lad who's not probably going to get in at the moment or or whoever it is to get out then they may still do it but I don't think Gary Johnson is busting to get two or three of his players out on loan at the moment
0: but, I mean, if you put a player out on loan, if a player goes out on loan, there is a, usually a recall, isn't it? I know there that's is. not popular with the other team because they've kind of planned to have that player in their squad. But yes. Well, you're talking about the, worst, the recall you clauses click in when, you, when, you, when you've
1: got a little bit longer-term loans. Yeah. The month's loan obviously doesn't have a recall clause in it, okay. or very rarely, yeah. because the recall clause normally clicks in after 28 days. But... Um, I mean, you can have an emergency clause put in, but, yeah. um, you know, that rather negates the, the the purpose of the thing, doesn't it? But um, uh, um, anyway, we'll see where, where, where that goes. Yeah. Uh, but the, 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 the fact of the matter is, is that now, um, you know, <laughs> rather he was doing it than me, uh, Gary Johnson yeah. has... Quite a lot of interesting selection decisions to make in almost every department.
0: Now. There are a lot of players to choose from, and I mean that obviously brings us on to the next question. It is as it's a recurring theme of the last two or three podcasts. Seku Jane. is there any word mm. on? N- not, not his at the moment. Return? Not at the moment. No. Okay. Um, uh, obviously, this story surfaced at the
1: Bristol end mm-hmm. a, a few weeks ago. I think those of us who kind of follow these things here we aware that it was a possibility. Yeah. Um, uh, it's gone quiet in inverted commas, but my understanding is that talks are, have been ongoing. Yeah. It wouldn't um, be a surprise to see him joining up with Torquay. It wouldn't, and 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 it would be a very nice surprise yeah. as well. Bristol City have just signed another striker. In uh, is it Rodri? Rodri. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Spanish striker. He's not Welsh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Keefer keep, keep, Moore's is place <laughs> yeah. in the Welsh team, guys, safe. Don't worry. Um, uh, yeah, so let's see where where that goes. Um, yeah. uh, it it would be great to see him back, wouldn't it? it but would. um, That's a bridge which hasn't been crossed yet, not to my knowledge.
0: Anymore. No, that'd be interesting. I mean, if, if if we are kind of expecting him to join up with the Torquay squad, it's just going to be one of those things that happens. As and when, isn't it?
1: It, it? it will happen quickly as well. Yeah. It, it, will, it will suddenly be announced bang, that, that's it, he's in. The other thing is, of course, how fit is he and, and yeah. how close to being 100% match fit is he? Um, uh, you know, it's okay being tra- training, which I understand he has been doing for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're talking about a team which has just won four of its last five yeah. games, scoring goals. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't. Uh, the, the, one of the plus points about uh, the possibility of, of Segu Jani coming back is that you know he's not exactly a stranger is he no, no that's <laughs> um, true it, it, he doesn't have to go around shaking hands and being introduced to everybody or one or two yes but um, you know people know him he knows them you know we all know and they all know what he does yeah and and um, so that's a that's another
0: plus but uh, it hasn't happened yet, so uh, let's wait and see. He'd be quite an asset to bring on from the bench in yeah. a game such as the game. I mean, we'd, let's move on now to talk about the the uh, the three three big, big games we've got coming up in the next 10 days. Certainly so. me, yeah. Um, we begin at Plainmoor on Saturday, 3 o'clock kick-off against Barrow, who are in fourth place. And one of the surprise packets of this season, I don't yeah. think many people...
1: As I mentioned in the Herald this week, don't think many people would have put down Barrow and FC Halifax no. as amongst the likely pace setters this season. Wrexham, possibly. Well, you see, Where Re- are they? Wrexham, you would have thought Wrexham <laughs> um, would be Chesterfield, possibly. Where are they? Wrexham
0: the 21st. <laughs> there you go. They're here on Tuesday, Tuesday night Tuesday, Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Luke Young, um,
0: back at Playmore. It'd be great yeah. to see him, won't it? He's in the team. He's played all 17 of their games uh, this season I, think, I, I think,
1: think he I think he was on the bench for their cup replay was he uh, in which they beat Chesterfield did they no um, I don't, uh, I'm not quite sure I, I'm, I'm getting so many games been going and cup replays have been going on um, uh, uh, so yeah he, he's yeah uh,
0: um, it, you know, he's been playing most of the league matches yeah. definitely yeah. Um, and then after that, the, the following Saturday, you talk talking away at, at League Leaders Halifax. Exactly. So and Again, they weren't fancied, were they? I mean, they didn't really crop up in the bookmakers. Well, especially
1: since the manager, uh, um, Jamie Fullerton, uh, um, left about a fortnight before the start of the season. That was a great start, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But there you go. What do we know? <laughs> They're now top of the table, going very well. Um, and uh, that would be a big, big game at the Shea on Saturday week but um, obviously between then United have got two crucial home Mm. games and I can quite understand Gary Johnson saying look, let's forget about Maidstone, we've got these three huge matches which are a great opportunity for United to to force themselves right into the thick of the promotion race Um, you mustn't get ahead of yourself and let's deal with Barrow first but you... Seven points out of those three games? Yeah. I'm not saying United are going to get them, but if they were to get seven points in those next three games, in some shape or form... They'd be um, top, top six, wouldn't uh, they? You would have thought so. Yeah. You would have yeah. thought so. Um, I mean, on form, Barrow have won seven on the trot <laughs> yeah. in the league. They yeah. lost at home to Solihull Moors in the Cup on Saturday, but they've had seven successive wins. 18 goals scored, four against. Now, by any standard, that's... A hell of a run
0: it is, and how are they doing it? Because they've put together a team. I think, as you said in the paper uh, this week, it's a team without any glittering names in it. But there me. are some, there are some good players in there, aren't
1: they? Yeah, but they've they, they've a lot of players who have sort of like been doing the rounds and and mm. not actually grabbing many headlines. But they've clearly gone there. Ian Abbott is a very, my goodness, he was a tough centre half. for... Uh, Blackpool and Chesterfield it over was. the years yeah. um, okay. uh, he and Aaron Downs played together for many years in the chest, at the heart of the Chesterfield defence So okay. big mates yeah. and still yeah. are Yeah, um, uh, no prisoners taken there and I dare say he's brought a bit of that into his managerial style they play quite an interesting formation they play three at the back uh, and then one in front of the three okay. and then four across midfield it's, it is wing backs, if you know yeah. what I mean, but not a wing back as in a three five two. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, quite an interesting formation that that, that he he plays there, um, but it's clearly working for them. They've yeah. had a, a striker Scott Quigley, who again has been washing around, you know, lower non league, uh, um, to only modest success. Yeah, uh, suddenly scoring goals for fun. Um, and they're going really well. So yeah. um, this is a big, big game at Playmore on Saturday. Proper old fixture, isn't it? Torquay, Torquay United versus Barrow with, yeah. the,
0: with the submarine on their back and, the, <laughs> and all that. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Weird. So it, it's a you know that and Wrexham. These two home games uh, yeah. uh, represent, especially on the back of that performance against Boreham Wood, which we'll talk about in a minute. A big
0: chance, big, yeah. big chance to make some to make some serious inroads here. Yeah. Three one four two though. Well, I mean that's. Will somebody one day unlock a formation that, that everybody suddenly thinks, why haven't we been doing this for years? I mean, that, I, I've not come across a back three with somebody playing in front of them before. That's- well, of course, you know, it's
1: the old, old saying, isn't it? Formations to players, not the other way around. Mm. You you fit formations to what your players are good at and what they want. They, yeah. you know, not what they want, but, but you know, the, the best formation for them not the other way around if the 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 only time you can sort of pick players to formations is if you've been in charge for a very long time you've had a chance to recruit players to play in those in that formation positions otherwise you arrive you look at what your players have got what are they good at where would they be comfortable playing produce the formation them. that's the way it should always work Now, he's obviously got a situation where he's got three lads who are all happy to play at the back centrally. He's probably got two half-decent guys who can play wing-stroke wing-back. He's obviously got a very experienced in Josh Kay, sitting midfield player, fine, he's happy there. Uh, He's got people that can work hard and get up and down, etc., 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 and uh, you know it works for him. I think one of the plus points for Gary Johnson at the moment is that he's got several formations he can play. Yeah, um, yeah. and does uh, at quite regular intervals. I mean, if you think that last Saturday <clears throat> he was able to bring Joe Lewis on in the closing stages of last Saturday and sis- <clears throat> sit him—pardon me—in front of the back four. Yeah, to yeah. Say, to, to to prevent any service into, or to try and shield any service into their strikers. Um, and he shuffled that around. He's yeah. played 3-5-2, he's played 4-4-2. Four, four, uh, on Saturday, new candidate for the in-the-hole the, job... The
0: 1-1. One, one.
1: <coughs> yeah. The, was yeah. Armani Little, yeah. who, who hasn't played that, that that role before. Frank Vincent's played in there, Ben Whitfield's played in there. Um, Conor Lemonhay-Evans. <coughs> Conor Lemonhay-Evans has played well, well, there, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, all of these are you know uh, possibilities, yeah. and,
0: and Johnson's got quite a few of those options open to him because we sat and looked at the team sheet on Saturday didn't we and we were trying to work out we knew somebody was going to play just behind Jamie Reaper. we couldn't work out who well, it was we, going to We eat.
1: knew somebody was going to mainly because we couldn't we couldn't see another striker on the, on, on the uh, uh, on the team sheet and and that's the way it works and yeah. and or or that formation works and it's look if you're an old cynic you'd go ah oh, you're going to have to play two up front sooner or later yeah uh, well at the moment united haven't got an out and out Target man mm-hmm. quotes centre forward close quotes to play alongside Reed. Um, by the way, there aren't many of them around. <laughs> uh, not like you know, the, the, there aren't many of the Tim Sills, Matt Reeds. Oh, by the way, he's just left Ricky after oh, yeah. two months. <laughs> well, <what laughs> How happened, long did that last? What
0: happened there then? Because there was a big fanfare about him oh, arriving. Oh goodness, Matt yeah. Reed, two-year contract. In case anybody hasn't come across Matt Reed, Matt Reed is the hugely experienced and huge. hugely huge um, <laughs> centre forward he played at Lincoln Mansfield been, yeah been all over the place great
1: lower division target man fantastic he, every club that have him ends up worshipping him yeah he's about 73 can't. now isn't he, he clears, or yeah. yeah, he can't run never mind get him out there a tremendous in the yeah. air a, a proper old fashioned target man but uh, um, I think you know that Lincoln when uh, Cowley was looking to sort of free up some wages at Lincoln to mm-hmm. move them on a bit uh, um, uh, Matt Reed was tempted by a two year contract at Billericay Town Yeah, uh, two years <laughs> two, months, yeah. two months yeah. uh, Glenn Tamplin the colourful owner at uh, Billerickey, has stepped down uh, so I dare say the finances aren't quite as uh, mm. uh, liberal there as they were so anyway but getting back to that so, there do, aren't many like... He's a free agent now though isn't he? <laughs> oh, oh don't don't <laughs> Um, I don't quite think he would fit into United's sure. style no. of play. No? But anyway, um, uh, yeah, so in the absence of that, United, I think, are doing really well yeah. to carry on playing as well as they are, creating as many chances as they are and scoring as many goals as they are, basically with Jamie Reid as a lone striker. Yeah. I know it isn't exactly like that because one of the mega plus points I thought last Saturday was how fluid it was yeah. that, that when United do have the ball, 4-4-1-1, four, four, one, one, or whatever you want to call it, very quickly becomes 4-3-3. Three, three. Yes.
0: Um, and yeah. the
1: two, whoever's playing out wide uh, gets forward and, and Reed does have that kind of help. And um, uh, and it is, it is very fluid uh, and it's terrific to watch yeah. when it's going well. When you think of where Jake Andrews popped up for his opening goal against yeah. Boreham Wood last Saturday the
0: inside right channel inside right channel really like he's supposed
1: it. to be yeah. not supposed to be but you know what he's he's lining up on the left wing to hell with that no he, yeah. he, he'll he pop
0: up in all sorts of places and uh, and of course he can make it count well let's talk a little bit about that cup tie terrific cup tie talking United 3 Boreham Wood 2 um, last Saturday it sounds close doesn't it it does. It, 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 it wasn't as close no, as that on the day,
1: no. and and you have to remember what a good run Boreham-Wood Borum would were on coming yeah. into that game. I think they'd won what's it five out of eight, um, beaten Halifax away the previous Saturday. They're a decent team. Yeah, um, uh, you can get at them at the back, but in attack they are a potent force in attack. Uh, Kieran Murta, what a good player he is in yeah. midfield. Although United ended up having too much for him in there on Saturday. Uh, Shimanga and Tyrone Marsh yeah. up front, 18 goals between them this season. Fifield is a good player. Fifield's isn't he? a yeah. good old soldier at the back. Yeah, good they're, players. They're, they're decent. Um, Ilisanmi, Il- Il- the left back. Attacking left really back is a very, yeah. very yeah. solid player indeed. Um, uh, Bill uh, Ricky, I'll stop it in a minute. Boreham Wood yeah. had three shots on target on Saturday. One was a penalty and one was a known goal by Robbie Kandy. Yeah, That's how well United contained them. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I thought it was a really, really good performance. It was potentially a real banana skin. I know it wouldn't have been a banana skin because Boreham Wood are in the same division as us, but you know what I mean. It could have been a potential for a real first-round FA Cup exit letdown. It wasn't. United played really well on the back of that defeat at Notts County. I thought it was some terrific goals scored.
0: Well the guy I mean the goals Jake Andrews goal uh, was a clever move off a corner on it the right hand side it was, um, which which had been worked on. Yeah. Oh, oh right. There yeah. was some um, that was one off the training ground, was it? And he just came through, inside right position, couple of touches and tucked it in the corner. Lovely finish. Jamie Reed. What a <laughs> Does he? Well, he has scored a tap-in this
1: season he has. from his own penalty. Just the one, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I, mean,
0: I mean, he's getting to the point now where it, with his back to goal, if you get the ball to his feet with his back to goal on the edge of the box, pretty good chance he's going to score, aren't you?
1: He? Well, he's going to get a shot away. Yeah. Uh, whether he scores or not is, is, at the moment, it looks like he is. And, and that's what, in other words, if you're a defender, you cannot let him drop off you on the edge no. of the area. You have to go with him. If he turns on you, you know, in no. any of that part of the world, and of course, his head's up, he's confident now. Yeah. He, he's, well, you know, he, he's, if you think of the Jamie Reid of a year 18 months ago, or 18 yeah. months ago, different player. Different, completely it? different But he's, yeah. he's, he's confident enough to drop off people, turn, or lay it off with yeah. his head up. And if he turns on you, potentially, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Um, and what was it? To touch... Turn bang 23 yards out, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It absolutely
0: flew in with his left foot. And when he hits Great him right now, when, when you're sitting there watching the game, when he hits him now, you think you think it's going to go in. Well, you know, there's a then, damn good he, chance of it hitting the target. He it? hasn't put one out over the away end roof this season. No, no, I don't think I anybody say, has. I dare say he but, has, um, but
1: but 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 he's certainly right on top of his yeah. game the 11 goals this season, I was just gonna say, 11 um, already, or already, yeah. Um, and we're not out of October. So, yeah. so there we are, two really great individual goals. Yeah. Uh, with a bit of teamwork for the first one. And the, the third goal, six men involved, yeah. although one of them, Frankie Vincent, was involved twice, so we'll count him for, for twice. Yeah. Six men involved, a, a move that started on the right wing with Matt Bewes. Yeah. Frank Vince, into Frank Vincent. Frank Vincent hits a diagonal from right to left. Yeah. And then somehow gets involved. <laughs> in the final pass which came from the left um, and uh, uh, Ben Ben Whitfield's there to stab it into the net from the six yard box Uh, terrific team move so uh, and it's great for these young players to be getting the rewards from that kind of football
0: yeah indeed I mean the penalty which Torquay conceded was a well, it was a bit of a catastrophe at the A back, little bit rash little by Sean McDonald. Rash.
1: I think we all we were all so pleased for him to see him back in the team. FA I, Cup yeah, tie. I was going to Gary, start by saying that. Yeah. yeah Gary Johnson yeah. took the chance of yeah. an FA Cup tie, which ironically was the way McDonald got back into the team last season, when Alex Bass was was with United. Yeah. Um, obviously, he got injured and, and McDonald played. Then Bass got back again and into the team. And it was uh, uh, Gary Johnson chose the FA Cup as a, as, a, as a way to kind of rotate his keepers. Yeah. Um, so it was ironic that he should get in again this season after obviously Lucas Cobbland's been pretty regular or has been very regular the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, he'd, he'd taken two terrific crosses, well, sorry, two terrific catches on crosses yeah. in the first half. Well done. Looked confident as he always does, and it was just a little bit. Uh, uh, when you in the in the warm glow of hindsight, um, he just overdid it a little yeah. bit, running uh, coming off his yeah. line. I think the main thing was that Liam Davis was there and well, would and would have yeah. just hooked it away if, yeah. with a shout. Um, but but Sean obviously was determined to get out there and try and sort the thing out himself. Just got it slightly wrong. Ended up
0: falling. It was and close to the edge of the box. It was close to the edge of the box,
1: and and I can understand him, you know, protesting about it a bit, but the linesman I think helped to
0: give the decision yeah. by the sound of it, um, and he was pretty close, and it was a penalty. Yeah, and the the second goal, which came in injury time, just after the fourth official had put the board up, um, that was a very unfair ending to the afternoon for a player who had a fantastic game, wasn't it? Robbie Cundy Robbie Cundy I thought was, was outstanding on Saturday. Well he got
1: his head on everything Yeah. and when he couldn't get his head on everything he got his body in the way of everything didn't he? Yeah. Um, Proper uh, centre-halves performance wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know of course old cliche, cliche you only find out about centre-halves when in their own box yeah. <laughs> not on the halfway line. Um, and uh, no he had a great game and, and it was a uh, a Wrong way for that for, for his afternoon to finish. I don't actually think it would ever have come to that if Liam Davis hadn't slipped on the turf. He rather unfortunately yeah, for him yeah. he slipped uh, in front of the uh, Bristow's bench and that allowed Kane Smith, the, the wing back, to get away from him. I I've no, he would not have let Smith no. get away from him if he stayed on his feet, and it was Smith's cross which Cundy. Yeah, sliced into his own net, trying obviously to do the right thing yeah. and stopping it going across across the face of goal. But um, there you go.
0: These things happen. Don't they? Yeah. Do you know I hadn't realised how big Robbie Cundy is until I saw another excellent picture taken by our friend Sean Hernan on the um of Gary Johnson shaking his hand. <laughs> he's and a- He's a big lad, isn't he? <laughs> he's very tall. I mean, I know Gary isn't. A colossus, but um, Robbie is a big lad, isn't he? Yeah, well, of
1: course, that's the word he used to describe Cundy on Saturday. So, yes, uh, indeed. Um, no, it, there was a lot to admire about that performance. Yeah. You know, you should never get carried away by one game. Um, but in the circumstances, I thought it was a, a, a real top display. There was, and, and within it, there were so many other good little... Isn't it good to see Armani Little back to yeah. the player we know he is? The number 10, as we were referring the to him ten. at the start of yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's, you know, if he isn't 100%, he's 99.9% on, yeah. on that performance. I thought Jake Andrews was very good on Saturday. He's, he's such a clever player, isn't yeah. he? And, and uh, uh, when, he's, when, when that little bit of devil is in his play as well, he's, he's a dangerous, yeah. dangerous player.
0: And Ben Whitfield looks as if he's been in the team forever, doesn't he?
1: Well, he loves it here. Yeah, uh, um, he's uh, he's full of everything. Yeah, <laughs> energy, uh, invention. Um, uh, of course, the other good thing about him is he quite he's more experienced than he looks. Yeah, he's been around quite a while. He's had a, quite a long spell at Yeovil, Port Vale, obviously two years mm-hmm. there. So he's got that little bit of extra know-how about him. Yeah, if if he feels that he can't. Get past a man or trick his way through a situation. He's very. He's. In, he's it's the instinct to pass comes quite yeah. quickly. Um, no, he's he's a big plus. And again, of course, he can play in. Well, well he has been <laughs> any yeah. amount of positions. You know, he tried among, him almost everywhere yeah, already, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Frank Vincent, didn't yeah. he play well? Yeah. And I thought it was reflected when Johnson was able to make those substitutions towards the end of the game. Um, I'll, I'll turn my page and, and recall it now who was it? Uh, Vincent, Reed, and uh, Whitfield all taken off in yeah. the last 20 minutes of the game mm-hmm. standing ovations for all three of them yeah. um, and that was
0: a properly deserved as well that's right yeah yeah. good game so let's uh, think about the, uh, the forthcoming cup draw then we've got to look ahead to the, uh, the week beyond Halifax um it, it sounds as if we're being very disrespectful to Maidstone, and we're not because no. you know we played Maidstone before back in the day when they were uh, they were briefly in the league, weren't they?
1: And uh, and
0: in the national league as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Since so, um, yeah. I mean, fair play to Maidstone; they they're here on merit, but. It's a long way to go, isn't it? I just think, obviously, everybody
1: tuned into BBC Two on Monday evening (laughs) at seven o'clock, you know, and uh, you only had to look at social media with people. By the way, I thought some of the suggestions for who they wanted, who who the fans wanted, were terrific. (laughs) And top of my list was (laughs) Gillingham, (laughs) <laughs> so that they could get Steve Evans and Paul Rayner down here, I thought that was a great shout <laughs> in other words <laughs> it ain't going away <laughs> and it, never will. And it Se- never will, second round will do for the that Second one, round, yeah. Gillingham at home thank yeah. you very much, Yeah, yeah that, that that fan who said let's get Steve Evans and Paul Rayner down yeah, here, let's give them um, a nice warm Devon reception, that's right Indeed. So, but you know, everybody there, were, there yeah. were so many intriguing possibilities weren't there, for that draw, yeah. either at home or a real good decent away yeah. game you right. know, I mean Argyle away
0: at Bolton that's a nice tie for them isn't it not but, bad you know, um, Exeter have got is well, it Sunthorpe forgotten. Again? Said, it might be I've forgotten who Exeter have got or is it Cambridge we should know it's somebody we, up there isn't it yeah, it's somebody we who's, know. who's recently beaten um, yeah um, it is
1: no, I'm pretty sure it was uh, where are we, Exeter, Exeter, Exeter? Cambridge away, yeah, who beat them 4-0 uh, in the league uh, last, last Saturday. But anyway, yeah, so you're all waiting with, you know, even the bye draw would have would have uh, put a smile <laughs> yeah. on everybody's faces. By the way, good luck to Chichester Town for coming out with that
0: one. And I see they've said they're going to make a, a donation to the whatever's happening at Bury trying really? to get the club That's going. A- so some of the money that they picked up from that bye it's going to be donated back into the efforts to get Berry going Oh, good again. for them. Yeah. So that's, yeah. A, that's a nice gesture. So when
1: <laughs> United came out immediately after... By the way, thank you, Jermaine Beckford, for picking United's <laughs> number out on, on that. After Maidstone, I think there was an understandable... Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, as people, people were texting me very quickly afterwards, eternal optimists and positive, yeah. you know, it's winnable.
0: It is winnable. they're in National League South,
1: aren't they? Yeah, they are a very, very progressive club. They shouldn't be in the National League South. Um, They've got a very good ground, smart ground, where a lot of work has gone in over the last few years. Yeah, 3G pitch, which has been down for a while there. Uh, As Gary Johnson was saying, I don't think that will hold any fears for United whatsoever. Uh, And most of the previous week will be spent, I dare say, at South Denver College. College. Yeah. uh, they've got one or two. John Still, you know, you can't yeah. ask for a better manager no. at, at those sort of levels than him. Uh, Hakan Haretin, who, who played on loan here Donkeys years yes, ago of course. Yeah, as a midfield yeah. player. Um, and then brought Braintree Town down here. It was great to yeah. see him a couple yeah. of years ago um, when he was manager of them. That, that's the managerial duo. Lots of know-how there. Mm-hmm. Um, one or two quite experienced, decent players. There, Matt McClure up front who's played for Aldershot and quite yeah. a few others a few defenders who've, with a few miles on the clock and Iffy Allen is uh, um, a winger who United had from yeah. Yeah. Um, he got people out of their seats at Playmore a couple of times he when did. he was on yeah. loan he's he's playing there as well so um, no it'll be a, a proper old tie but yeah. United if they turn it on I'm sure are good enough to win there
0: be good would be nice to progress, wouldn't it? As Aaron Down said on the podcast last week, to go deep in the FA Cup would be nice this year. The deepest, telling thing, me, as far as the second or third round would do very nicely indeed. There we go. So, the, the other big game in Devon, uh, this weekend, of course, is we should mention the Devon Derby up the road, well, Exeter against Plymouth, one o'clock kickoff on Saturday. I believe it is,
1: yeah. United do pick up, I do see them from time to time. People who I know are actually more Argyle fans yeah uh, we call them argyle stroke football fans uh, because they actually just love football yeah um more of them argyle followers than exeter but i do see them at Playmore from time to time and i know they're fairly regulars at definitely at home park and one or two at st james park um they come to play more when argyle or exeter are yeah. away don't think there'll be many of them to play more on saturday
0: no um think, if, if they if get tickets in attempt them way it is but you get tickets for it's for sold exeter. out isn't it i think oh i would have thought yeah, so yeah i think yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. out
1: um so um yeah um let them bash yeah. each other up good luck to them whoever argo oh had a good win on tuesday night didn't they against yeah. uh, uh Orient. Orient and exeter suddenly run
0: into a couple of away defeats well if Argyle can beat them on Saturday don't Argyle go above them is that right I think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So Exeter that's... who
1: didn't look like they were going to concede a goal you know yeah. till Christmas have suddenly conceded what seven, seven in two, two games. games so yeah.
0: phew, that's football isn't it It uh, never go. take anything for granted absolutely got me thinking of the last Devon derbies at Plainmore it's been a long time since we've played a Devon Derby in the league at Plainmore the last two this will take you back uh, November the twenty sixth, two thousand and thirteen, was the penultimate Devon derby that we played at Playmore. It was a one all draw against Argyle. Elliot Benyon was the scorer for wow, us. Wow! Yes. Luke Young played for Plymouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron Downs played for well, us. Well, that
1: was that was um, the year after we got to the playoffs. Yes because yeah. the previous season was, which you're about to refer uh, refer to, uh, when we did the double over goal in in uh, 2011-12. Of course, uh, but you're, yeah. you're, you're I'm, I'm sure. Well, no, I, I was going to deal with um, it
0: because a couple of interesting things about these, obviously, Aaron Downs and Luke Young. Do you yes. remember? I can't remember what the circumstances were, but we had Adizzi's come on as substitute in the 81st minute, oh. and was then replaced himself by Carl Hawley about five minutes later. Now, I, I was racking my brains to remember why, whether it was an injury or whether the manager just wanted to get Carl Hawley on. It must have been an I injury. I can't remember an, an injury. Yeah,
1: he was on loan from Charlton at the time, wasn't he? Was. he? Um, God, it's gone. <laughs> Sorry. Senior but, moments indeed. here. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. I just thought I'd, I'd put I, you on the Don't worry. Spot, people really. will let us know what uh, that was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a substitution, yeah. Uh, an, inj- an, an injury, in other words.
0: And then as far as I can see, the last Devon Derby at Playmore up until now uh, was December the 29th, 2013 against Exeter. We lost 3-1. Yeah. Carl Hawley got the goal. Did he? Ra- yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, little oddities Aaron Downs obviously was playing for us. And on the bench, a non-playing substitute for Exeter that day was Jamie Reed. Wow. So he would have yeah. been there for the last... Uh, because day, that though.
1: season, I think United went to Exeter and won 1-0, didn't they? With, uh, just after um, Martin Ling had fallen ill. We did. Uh, yeah. With, Stuart, uh, with uh, Sean Taylor Sean Taylor term. was in charge. Was, um, it? was that the first game, I think? Uh, his it? first game in yes, charge, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think it was a Ray Howe penalty, wasn't it? It was a night game, Yeah, it was. Game, sure. was, it? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, no, New Year's Day game. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, you know uh, happy memories. Happy and memories. of course, United That's fans always... Uh, go to sleep happy with memories of the double over Argyle in 2011 you, the Uno 12. Kane season yeah, wasn't that's, it that's right with that so fantastic finish that yeah, Kane yeah. put in well there the, were two of them weren't there at Plain oh. But uh, there you go happy days let's uh, see if they can't, we can't get back to them before A Devon, another Devon
0: Derby we'll do it next season couldn't we no problem no problem, no problem. No, we'll have one. one or other of them maybe both of them next yeah. season
1: I, one little thing caught my eye well a couple of little things caught my eye glancing around uh, the, the, the wonderful, wide and wonderful world of football this week um, uh, did you spot the Scottish Challenge Cup quarter final draw is this the Tunnock's Caramel
0: Wafers Scottish <laughs> Challenge Cup it is
1: it is now <laughs> what is happening to the game where the Scottish Challenge Cup quarter final draw throws together <laughs> Solihull Moors and Wrexham <laughs> Yes, if Solihull yeah. Moors can beat Rangers under twenty ones in next Tuesday night's replay, they will play Wrexham, yeah. who of course are the two National League teams that have been invited this season into the Scottish Challenge Cup. It's, they will play each other in the quarter final draw. I'm sorry, what's going on?
0: Well, it's just strange competitions. I don't know how a National League team gets invited into that because you kn- who knows we might get invited into that next season well of course it was two different teams last season it was yeah. Sutton and
1: uh, I can't remember who the other one was
0: Sutton away to Inverurie Locos <laughs> well... <laughs> or something like that would be a bit of a trip anyway
1: there you go so um, um, good luck to them uh,
0: um, that's the that's one of the quarter final draws and mm-hmm. another thing about the Scottish the, the Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Scottish Challenge Cup is of course Partick Thistle are into the quarterfinal yep they beat the New Saints in the previous round. A match that was actually on TV From live. From North Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was on. I think it was BBC Scotland. Might have been Albert. I'm not quite sure it was, but it was there. And Sean McGinty is the current skipper. He of is of and playing seat.
1: regularly now, which is good, good to see. He did. He uh, ended
0: up with one of those spectacular bandaged head injuries in that game, by the way, where they used the whole roller bandage. Not and, in uh, the
1: least surprised. Yeah, a bit of a Terry Butcher job, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, not in the least surprised. He he was a, 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 I, I was a, a fan of his uh, when He's he, good, good he was playing more. He was he was a lad that sometimes not an awful lot went right for here. Uh, um, but he was a wholehearted committed and very uh, consistent lad uh, not playing in a good team no at and the that time. relegation
0: season you could
1: see that he oh, felt every defeat he, didn't he absolutely he was captain yeah. um, no he, he's, a, he's a proper pro and I'm, I'm really pleased he's he's settled at Partick yeah. Thistle and is now a regular in the team he's been in and out for a little while yeah um, but always there and thereabouts so he, he's and you don't it's interesting that they've made him captain. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's, he's, he must be on the verge of a lifetime supply of tunnecks currently waiting for you would have thought.
1: And uh, another little interesting thing, and what a nice, at a time when there's plenty of things driving people apart in the world, isn't there, is that Bar City have introduced a refugee family season ticket. Yeah. Uh, it's cheaper than the normal one, so businesses or fans can buy the ticket at cheaper rates and it's then passed on to a, a, an organization called Bath welcomes refugees. Yeah. And they uh, can uh, give it to a family uh, to to come along and watch. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there're different families coming along to to watch Bath City yeah. play as a way of sort of bringing people together there. I just thought that was a what was a, a fabulous a, gesture. What a great little yeah. idea that yeah. is
0: at a time when uh, there's an awful lot of people shouting at each other, aren't they? And Um, when you you get headlines like we had from the oval harringay borough game last week, it's good to see something redressing the balance a little bit, isn't it? It's one thing for stuff to be going on
1: in other parts of the world, isn't it, that we can't have any control about in this country. But but I think most of us have, maybe we shouldn't have done, um, have sort of thought, yeah, but we don't do that sort of stuff in proper football at our level. And then what happens... Harry Borough happens. and Yeovil, yeah. uh, a couple of toe rags, yeah. go and um, shout something stupid, and uh, it all kicks off, doesn't it? And uh, I think, uh, you know, I know quite a lot of Yeovil Town fans, and they are the vast, vast majority. I would never dream no. of doing a thing like that. Um, here we go again. It's, uh, And I think most of them... The initial I got making a few inquiries over over Saturday and Sunday was well, that it might have been interlopers from outside who had just tacked on to the occasion of a game at Haringey Borough. And then a couple of lads from um, Somerset were uh, interviewed. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh dear, dear, you know, is that. You know that were they one of their own, you know. So, uh, but but people are very upset about it at Yoval and quite rightly too. Yeah. And, and um, you've got to keep on it. You've got to keep on oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, it, and there are the times when you shrug your shoulders below and the and say, "Yeah, no, exactly." Yeah. The moment you shrug your shoulders and say, "Oh, well, it's nothing to do with us, etc." Mm. Then that's you know <laughs> usually the fuel it needs. Indeed
0: couple of other bits of housekeeping to do before we leave you. Uh, if anybody follows my live match blog on a Saturday afternoon from Playmore, there won't be one this week because I'm away this weekend. I can't be at the Barrow game. You? you can't miss Barrow. <laughs> <laughs> missing the Barrow. Yeah. I'm back for Wrexham, yeah, but I'm uh, totally missing good. the Barrow game. So if you're a regular on the Saturday afternoon live match blog, first of all, thank you very much. And secondly, there won't be one this Saturday. I do apologise. Never mind. Uh, the drum is back, which is great. Thanks, Hayden. For, Hayden um, Jones, yeah, yeah, a
1: lifelong be, United fan. He'll and, have taken and, us
0: to bed again, by the way. He often does this on a Thursday night. Um, so if, if he's <laughs> still move awake... On quickly yeah, from that. If he's still um, awake, lovely yeah, the, gesture. No, the
1: drum is back. I know United were thinking that they were well aware of the fact that the absence of the drum um, uh, this season, uh, I think partly because the drummer is currently yeah. on the band list, so I'm given to understand, allegedly. Um but United were well aware of the effect it had had on the yeah. atmosphere over there. They were thinking, I understand of buying a drum themselves and finding someone to beat it yeah um but um good old hayden's uh, preempted that move, and it was really you know it it, it does help doesn't it? It, does, it just yeah. gets
0: things going over there It's one of those um, things, isn't it? we've talked about it before you can't impose atmosphere on no. you know, on a, on a group of fans you can't say you will sing Sweet Caroline before the start of the game Quite. and you will create an atmosphere because yeah. it has to happen yeah. of itself, organically. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and having the drum mm. in there is going to help that. Big plus.
1: Indeed. Um, and uh, <clears throat> inevitably, the, the attendance last Saturday, which was, what, 2000, mm-hmm. was, was always going to be slightly less. Season ticket holders have to pay uh, FA Cup ties. Uh, I do hope the attendance is really cranked up again this Saturday and next Tuesday. Yeah, uh, th- these are big, big games in the course of this season. If United can get into that top six, yeah, at this time of year, and and stick there and stick yeah. there, yeah, we could be in for a very, very entertaining and exciting
0: season. Look forward to that. And on Sunday, if you're uh, if you've had your fill of football on Saturday and you want to go and see some real suffering. Um, Oh! Sunday on Haytour, Dave, what's happening up there?
1: The National Hill Climb Championship, National Cycle Hill Climb Championships. It's one of the great atmosphere days of the British cycling year. Obviously we know all about Tour of Britain stages down here and stuff like that. Uh, 300 riders. Um, by the way, one by one, they're not all going together. No. It's a time trial. That would be something, wouldn't <clears throat> it? <laughs> yes, it was. Try, trying to get up to <laughs> all at once. Um, it starts down near the Edgemore Hotel, which most yeah. people around here will know is just above Bobby Tracy, uh, to the top car park at Haytor, 3.1 miles. Um, not, not uh, a flat yard in it. Not, well, there, there is actually, very unusually for the National Hill Climb Championships, there is a slight downhill section, oh, which one or two purists have said, "Oh, you can't have the National Hill Climb Championships on it when there's a downhill. Is thing. that the bit just before by the, the Mo- visitor centre? Yeah, by the Moreland Hotel there. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a great event. Um, riders from all over the UK, the very best specialist time trial climbers in yeah. the country. It's one of the most open championships for many years. Nobody knows quite who's going to win. There's lots of candidates in both the men's, women's, and juniors section. There's two riders locally. It's the first time it's been held there for 40 years, 1979. Yeah, Yeah. And there are two riders, Andy Hitchens from uh, Kingsbridge and Chris Ash from uh, Kingstainton, who rode in 1979. Andy Hitchens was a 16-year-old junior, um, and Chris was whatever age he was then, <laughs> 32 by the way, yeah. um, and they're both riding again this year, admittedly for old time's sake, but uh, good luck to oh, them. Brilliant. But for atmosphere, there will be cowbells, whistles, yeah. flags, loads of supporters there, especially on that final ramp up to the car yeah. park. So if you haven't got anything else to do on Sunday morning uh, and you fancy a bit of a interesting, e- yeah. colourful day out, the weather forecast isn't bad. It's okay. E- easy to get out
0: and free completely side free of absolutely yeah.
1: um please obey the car parking uh, mm-hmm. instructions um uh, but it, sh- it should be a, 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 an unusual and entertaining day out and uh, if you're the sort of sadist that likes seeing people <laughs> deep into suffering um uh, uh, go up to the top car park and if you haven't got anything else to do catch one or two of them as they come they across might. the line because they might need it <laughs>
0: yeah. there you go what a sporting weekend you've got home to barrow three o'clock kickoff on saturday National Hill Climb Championships on Sunday and then pave the way for Wrexham, 7.45, Tuesday. What's not to like. What's not to like. Thank you for your company, as ever. Um, Dave will be at Playmore on Saturday. Looking to forward Dave, to it. Playmore. Really looking forward to it. And um, we'll be back with another podcast next week. In the meantime, come, come on, on, you yellows. Yellos. You've been listening to the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United, Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TalkerUnitedDL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Search for Talker United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.